are now tuned in to The Takeover with Kristen, Christine, and AJ. Y'all hey, so should see his face, man. <laughs> Poplino is in the building, y'all. Finally, finally here. I'm glad to be here. Tell I always wanted to be on it. Um, so I'm AJ from Hartford, Connecticut. Graduated with Kristen and Christine from Amherst College. Now I'm working in New York as a seventh grade science teacher at a Success Academy Charter School. So I'm in the Bronx though too. Christine is gr- grasping her chest. What is? Call Mr. Poplin. Like just to see AJ's like progression. Like AJ's good with kids. Like mm. and like just like from his nephew to like just younger students here and just seeing like how he's been able to you know still take a dream that he's had. And it's not a dream deferred, just a, a dream that's been transformed, and it's beautiful. You know? It definitely has been. I like like dealing with kids, like, less than adults, because you still deal with the adults while in mm-hmm. there. And actually, it's actually a really good network, which is why I like Success Academy, because it's not like you're alone in this a lot. Like, you're collaborating with a lot of the teachers, and we do a lot of different things together. It's because it's for the kids. So... I think somebody actually made a joke. I think it was my aunt because my aunt's also a principal um, at oh. the moment, and yes. she made a joke like, "No, Legacies. some because her." So at her school, it's a it's a magnet school in Connecticut actually, and every year the seniors get to go on a trip. This year they're going to Costa Rica for two weeks. Oh wow! Right? Wow, wow, they wow. don't pay us. The kids don't pay a cent. The kids don't pay a cent. It's all paid for by the state. And she made a joke and was like, yeah, we spend our money on our kids. And I was like, that's crazy. That's a joke because a lot of schools don't. They don't spend the money on their kids. So we spend the money and we spend a lot of the time for our kids. And that's what I really like. And it's not like you're alone in this year. It's really a great community. We're all we're all together, like as not just as that school building either, as a whole community, mm-hmm. like all the success teachers, yeah. actually really good because it's about the kids, and, and that's, that's why so I really like. It's yeah, just, just like just funding. talk about funding, just just because we all ended up in education, education. and um, did, and all three of us did, did not, not plan it, did not, did not nah, intend not to go into education <laughs> at all. Farthest like, from it. Yeah, teach. actually, my mother told me I could not be a teacher because she was one. That's <laughs> I'm not a teacher, but I'm a counselor. Yeah, and I write. you. It's just uh, like, and you're, no, I'm saying, like, oh, I'm the, you know, like, and you're dealing with kids, you know, like mm-hmm. so. Regardless, in, in whatever capacity it is, it's just right. interesting that it just happened like this. But back to your point of like resources mm-hmm. and putting money towards kids. Me working at DonorShoes.org, it's like we are that bridge. Like we're that we we provide a get a bridge for that gap. Right. So for students who who's you know, school districts or cities or whatever, mm-hmm. zones, do not, don't prioritize them. Or the tax money is not funneled into a specific school because you're in a specific neighborhood, whatever right. the case may be. Mm-hmm. Our program or our um, organization basically allows people to give money to the organization and we purchase whatever good service product that students need in order to succeed and we send them directly to the classroom. And, yeah, so it's That's like a, a nice bridge... Thing. It really them. is. But then, and success academies are we have a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah see, that's like, nice. Wow. And and some of our students come from success academies. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that go that go from prep for, go into prep for prep, the ones that go into prep for prep. But thinking about that all, now we're back here at Amherst College for homecoming. Okay. As alum, 
Wow. It was fun coming back at his alarm. Yeah. Like, it was actually really, it was a cool experience just, like, sitting on the sideline, being able to mm-hmm. watch the younger guys, yeah. like, still play. Because AJ used to play football, y'all. Definitely. The kids didn't believe me either. I'm until dead. I had to I had to show them actual oh, photos. They didn't believe I played football. Wow. Like, a lot of them tried to, like, come at me a little bit. I'm they think I'm, you know, I'm a little bit smaller or whatever, but I'm they dead. don't know. <laughs> they don't know, so. And you went from, think about it, within one year, you went from being a Jeff to an A. To a mammoth. Yeah. How you feel about that? And now, wow, I'm a. Oh, you got a mascot. Lion. Yeah. Oh, he's a lion. I'm a lion. Is that a so? Does East Success Academy have its own mascot? East Success Academy has its own mascot. Yeah. Okay. School has their own mascot. So, so we're Bronx two middle school lions. That's okay. Yeah. Me, I, I feel like my time has been split in the middle. Split in the middle. Hey. <laughs> Make that mama jigger. Make them two points um, Because, as many people know, um, I divided my time up at Amherst College at the other colleges. So my Holyoke, UMass, Smith, not much of Hampshire. But, um, <laughs> so I, I kind of feel like my experience was like chopped. So I was not always at Amherst. And because my boyfriend went to UMass and like I know a lot of people over there we spent a bit of time like just with his friends that came back from homecoming came back for homecoming so I feel like I had like two homecomings mm. yeah okay. yeah I was I was amazed I was like I think I it was great to reflect and know that I said this to someone today actually Luli she mm. wants to keep in touch with us um Luli I told Luli it was great to see that this place is still a good place and that people are still creating good places for themselves. Because I mm-hmm. felt like I was a place for people. Mm. Like, I was a place mm-hmm. where people were coming in and, like, trying to confide in me, and that's great because that's also reflected in the job that I do. I feel like I'm very mm-hmm. qualified, and part of the reason why is because of my time here at Amherst, but also to see things like the MR Suite. Have you heard about the MR Suite? What is the MR Suite? The I've never heard of that. Suite I feel like I didn't see Cohen. everything that I needed to yeah, see. Right? So the seniors have a suite in Cohen, and it's like... Uh, Sophia Salazar, it's Ruth Manzanares, Ooh, it's names, Jonathan names. You're putting Jackson. out whole names. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my bad. But it's, <laughs> it's a lot of great people, um, people of color living in a suite, and Edis is the RC. And so it's, like, great. Like they That's actually really nice. They called it the MR Suite. And yeah. then on top of it, which is after the MRC, y'all, if y'all don't know, our school has an MRC, which is the Multicultural Resource Center. Mm-hmm. But then in general, like, location-wise, mm-hmm. the people of color are all, all on right the there. So it's Lipton. It's Drew, yeah, Cohen, Drew, Cohen, Lipton, and Garmin. Garmin. Right. So they're all like just lit. Uh, and then they even have some. Wait, like, so where is the suite? It's in which door? Cohen. Cohen. The one in between. Oh, okay. Right in the middle. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. And I just, like, being. And if people that, drive, you got the parking lot right next to Drew, yeah. and you got the parking lot next to Cohen. Like, yeah. so if you want friends to come over yeah. and things like that, or if you You're have set. different activities already in there, because yeah. Cohen actually has a lot of common room space. Yeah. Like, other than the, they have their own common room in their suite, mm-hmm. but they also have huge common rooms in Cohen. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted to have a bunch of different activities that uh, the school may not want to have in Keith, you could just put it in, in Cohen. Right. But just, just in general, just like how I felt about the whole situation. It was just great to see that. It was great to see people helping other people. Also, like, it came to me. I walked into Drew, and they were, like, it was BSU um, e-board meeting. This morning? Yeah, and I was Oh, they kept the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different place. Yeah, and 
they were like, Christine, we just have a couple of questions. Would I'm you mind? And it wasn't like no nothing crazy. It was just like asking me like a logistics question about when mm-hmm. they should give the dinner because mm-hmm. having thought about years and like just seeing them being methodical and knowing that like apparently 40 people on on a regular basis, 40 people will be coming to their meetings every Tuesday. 40? They have an average attendance of 40. Like they That's record, actually really good. And it is good. an average at the bottom. How do they keep records? Just names? Names. Okay, cool. Or no, like, like they count. Somebody counts, not names. Somebody mm-hmm. counts at the end of the, like wh- when the last person they felt came in mm-hmm. and then they put, record that number. Okay. So like probably about 20, 25 minutes in because there's always still people, yeah. you know, like may have had like a yeah. lab or something like that and they go to dinner yeah, late and I so then they head over. Great. That's actually really good to hear. And, and then of lot, course. Because the POC here has just grown. Yeah. I think that, lot. yeah, that's, that obviously will contribute to it. Yeah. Yeah. Then of course we all went out to Applebee's for them dollar readers. <laughs> um, it was worth a dollar and it tastes like a dollar. Um, <laughs> but meaning, it was twelve of us. And it have nothing in there. I didn't I feel know, anything. My thing was so I went to the package store because you know it was a you know it was a henny night if I do say so um, myself. But um, oh, so my idea was. You can get, like, the little nips, like, tequila nips for, like, another dollar or two. Mm. You could bring those in and, and then add inside. them into it. Because those dollaritas, they weren't they But weren't then at that, that strong, point, right? it's like, I could That's just smart. get me a soda or, like, a Slurpee or something and put my thing in it. Because it's like, it's I did juice. not taste anything. And a couple of small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple of small. I mean, it's cute or whatever. Like, nice idea. And, yeah. I mean, even though I wanted to go to Texas Roadhouse for the, the, for the bread. Buns, for the oh, buns oh and cinnamon God. sugar bottom. Yeah, oh. I just feel like the experience was nice. It was like all the black alum that were able to rally up and go and sit down and have a dinner together right. and, like, have various different <clears throat> conversations and chime in with each other based on things that happened here and then, like, things going on in the world and, like, things what that... What people are, doing, yeah. like... We were over the course of three class years, so it was 15, 16, mm-hmm. and 17 we were represented. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed seeing my two friends. Oh. We're, we're back together. I, this is so strange because we really are in New York City, and we're At never same time. together. Time we've seen each other Man, since we August. are busy it, no, you ain't never lie. Oh, Hectic. My God. My day starts at 7. Sometimes it doesn't end until seven. Yeah, and then I still come home. Yeah, and I still have to come home, maybe finish some things that I had to finish like before, but I'm still typing up to plan for tomorrow. Yeah, and then for me, long days, man. For me, it's like my day ends at like three with my students, depending because I see them anytime between ten and two. Pause. And so basically, it's like. I'm sitting there with my students, and then I get home. I get home by, like, 4.30 or something, but the emotional toll comes with me because as a counselor, I'm hearing everything that they're thinking about while mm-hmm. they're learning their science, while they're learning their math, while they're thinking about when the next trip is. That's when they come to me, and I'm talking to them about family and social and just understanding, like, where you're, where, what, how their outside world impacts them, if that makes sense. That's yeah. interesting. How do you, how do you um, like, communicate that? Like how your students feel with their teachers. Like, is there a system so that you have in place? That you ask me. I'm not really there on behalf of their students. Like, I don't work for any of these twelve schools. I work for mm-hmm. prep, so it's sort of like I have contact logs. If something that's very major that they need to know, then it goes to them. But if it's something that I know it's between me and the students, or more so, uh, like I need to okay. talk to their parents or um, 
then more so I'm okay. getting feedback from them. They're right. providing information for me, but it's not really like I need to provide them information. Okay. So they're more of like an advocate for the students. For the students. That's yeah. good. Okay. All right, we're going to move on from the takeover segment. Um, we done took over. We took over before. We took over now as um, as alum. Yeah. And so we're going to go into Black Light. Black Light. Um, we just want to shout out to Tarana Burke. I, I believe that's how you say her name. Okay. She's the activist who actually was the originator of the Me Too campaign. Uh, I, don't, I know y'all probably saw it on social media. It's like mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, if you have ever been sexually assaulted... Right, Me Too is going to show the gravity of mm-hmm. how much women face sexual assault. And mm-hmm. so there were a bunch of people on social media that were writing Me Too. And the craziest thing is that obviously not everybody feels comfortable enough to even expose that type of information. So just amount, of, just imagine the amount of people that were silent and add that to the amount of people that actually said something. So mm-hmm. when you talk about the gravity of the situation, huge. And that was in response to the Hollywood movie mogul Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein, whatever. Weinstein. Um, Weinstein, um, Steen. So <laughs> he obviously had all this information that come out about him sexually assaulting multiple women. Um, and then the campaign, like this social campaign, started over again, the Me Too. But nobody knew who was the originator. So, you know, shout-outs to Tarana Burke. Um, so that was a quick black light. And I thought we should highlight... Um, Madame Belle Khalis Almansar, aka Miss Cardi B, and um, Offset. What's Offset' real name? I don't know. Offset. <laughs> <laughs> Offset. First name Off, last name Set. Okay. Easy. Um, his name is Kiari Kendro. Ooh, Kiari. I like that. K I A R I. Kiari. My cousin named Kiari. I like that. Kiari. Kiari. So basically, I just want to highlight them because they had a big social media spat. Um, we'll read about what it was about in a second. But basically, they all you saw was like Cardi B. She put up the two fingers, um, like deuces, basically. And then she like put, on her Instagram. On her Instagram, and then on Snapchat, he put up. He like you know how you could extend expand the emoji. Mm-hmm. He put um two fingers up, and it was like everybody said, "Oh my God, they're done. They're over." Now this morning, now <laughs> she um she put up a post. What did it say? My question yeah, is, what, did it so really have to do with something about her ex getting out of jail, or Whoa. It was just like but a coincidence? Who said that? Tommy's out of jail. Oh. Yeah, it, I, it was a coincidence. I thought, I thought everybody, like everybody, was freaking out. How do we out. know that he got out of jail? They had a video. They had a what video of him out of jail. Z, girl, bruh. That's girl. why. That's why I was Dang. saying I was like, yo. Did Tommy all of this happen said. because nah, he got out of it jail? Ain't, it ain't because he. I know it. Tommy girls released from jail. Oh, he's, he's pretty handsome. Wow. So I was, like, really concerned. But now I know it's something. Okay. Yeah, really concerned. Well, <laughs> you know, the funny part is the gravity of it, as per Cardi B, is not even that serious. Right. But anyways, Word. read what she wrote. She cause... said, so listen, babes, I exaggerated a little bit earlier because I was really upset and the Bronx girl in me almost have to go to the extreme. I'm dead. I came to my senses now. I'm sorry. Waffle House on me. I did. <laughs> With a... With a um, crying emoji, hugs emojis, and two hearts. So I think. Um, yeah, dig. Yeah, dig. And then there was a. He had put up something, a picture of her, like one of the beautiful pictures of her, and was like, oh, um, I, I, I never lose or something like that. Um, I don't lose. It was a picture of her for Fashion Week. She had that wet and wavy hair, mm-hmm. and she had on that black. Um, 
that black oh i love nice that one. I curve love um that. fitting full fitting um form fitting there we go dress. dress and he put i don't lose with um the ring emojis three of them so and then like very like two seconds later they were like um I think she had put out on her Instagram, oh, like, really, it was about her purple blanket because she think that somebody on her, steam, on her team stole her purple blanket, and she's, like, in love with it, and she's mad because she don't have it. So she was like, the real reason why I got mad at him is because I thought he stole my purple blanket. So that could be a cover-up or whatever, but I just thought it was cute, you know, a little, mm-hmm. you know, a little banter in public. Her and, love is always some good you love. You know, I'm dead. It's great <laughs> to see that, like, we could focus on something that was, you know... Something that we followed for such a long time, and like, did it impact y'all like OD? Like, were y'all stressed for them? I was like, oh no, I was a bit. no, I really was a little bit. They're I was like, just like, please don't. Oh like, my gosh. y'all were, y'all doing so well. Yes, y'all yeah. so cute. Both of them. Yes. Oh my, Ugh, I can't. Yeah. So yeah, that's the black lights for the week. I wish they would put out new music, but together, right? Together or. Yeah, together, definitely together. Yeah. Her project's coming out in. I'm in, still waiting. Her project for her is coming project out by the out. end of this month yeah. or maybe November. Let's see. Yeah, but, I'm waiting. Um, so hopefully they because have there were thing. several several New York artists that have had these big hits, mm. but then they don't have that follow up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they don't like Cardi B had those two mixtapes. Yeah. Now has this record had actually a few records. Mm-hmm. This one blew up. Yeah. Now she like it. The plan set out for her well. Yeah. She did not let it fade. Yeah. Like at all, other artists let it fade, and you she know they would go perform. Credits, everything. She everybody. Did. Pop deal with Sony ATV. Everybody would be like waiting for that artist to like perform. Mm-hmm. Like at a place, and but everybody would only go there to hear that one song. Like for Cardi B, like now you have that one song, and then now you have the project right behind right, you now. Right, right. That but, project is being pushed. Like it's gonna be really it's pushed. Be well. Until then, um, we'll give you all this amazing new music. Um, Kristen, do you want to go first with your new music, new music? Yeah, this one was a, from a while ago, actually, because I had went to the Chance the Rapper concert in New York, and he had, I think he had debuted it, actually, on one of the, the late-night talk shows. The I think it was Stephen Colbert. Yeah, yeah, the one with Daniel Daniel First World Problems. Mm-hmm. But then that same, I think it was either he recorded his episode with um, Stephen Colbert a night before or the same night and then he played it and was like do y'all mind if I sing new music so that was the first time I heard it because I didn't listen to the I didn't see the Colbert episode and I just thought it was so it was so beautifully done and to also to hear because we had featured Daniel Caesar on our new music before Mm -hmm. and just to hear like the two of them come together literally like on the but on, I want to say on the bus ride up here, on the car ride up here, Christine mm-hmm. was living it, and we played um, Chance the Rapper, like, the whole album. Oh, so just, like, knowing all the words to his stuff and, like, really honing into him as an artist, as one of our fave artists, and then seeing Daniel Caesar hop on and them do a collab with just, like, nice, melodic, um, clearly thoughtful, because clearly that's who Chance the Rapper is, um, was nice to see. And it's a... That's what I I'm dang, she got her. Got the mix, bro. She got her mix playing in the background. And really, they ain't even that much closer to God. It's much harder to sin naked. I walked past apple trees and didn't take it. Thought about stone mattresses, thin blankets. Really long winter spinning a windbreaker. I'm a temptation door knocker. Dumb in our lower rocker. I'm a rich excuse for a father. You just can't to a toddler. She turned it two, she don't need doctors, she just need a papa. I really need a break. 
and that acoustic that guitar is on it's point. the oh my god and yeah they're amazing and also like as i said very thoughtful just talking about like i think it was one line i wish i could remember it because I, I haven't listened to it like steadily to remember lyrics but he was just talking about like all these problems that we create for ourselves like this is yeah. this is the first world like quote unquote like not even a third world and i mean i feel like we've created problems in third world countries as well like they're the reasons why we're the reason why they're not thriving mm-hmm. but um just to think that it's like such minuscule problems like like having a problem with somebody's identity for example mm. like like why do you why are you pressed why, why are you, you pressed <laughs> like why are you why do you care and so yeah it was nice to see him like just literally outline that type of stuff like you know flint not having clean water people mm. people having um gay cousins and like acting like these type of things are not normal taboo uh, taboo exactly so mm. yeah mine y'all is from division now i actually started listening to division in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Um, that and freaking voice of his. Yes. And his or bo- theirs. Uh, is it more than one person? Is it a group? I, I think- have no idea. But the news album is called Morning After. Um, and this is called... Um, the new album's called Morning After, and the song is called Mood. And, you know, everybody putting up them Instagram pictures like, mood. hashtag mood, hashtag this, hashtag that. But, like, this mood is like he, t- he delves into it even more. And this is actually the single. They know. It's they, ca- well not a Canadian R&B duo composed of Daniel Daly and 1985. Wow, dang. 19 spelled 19 and then 85 as numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Um, and this is basically says like now I'm gonna make a time to make love. I'm gonna make a point to just focus on us. Now I'm gonna make sure you get enough. When I make it all about you, take care of us. Um, I need your energy. I don't want to feel like you're saving it for some other time or some other things that's been on your mind. Believe me, I know. And it's like. Just understanding, like, how you can take something so simple about, like, your mood is centered around another person. And, like, while, like, your mood should be based on you and how you feel, like, to have someone impacted so much that you can make a song about it and be able to, like, express it is really great. You know, I love me some great production. Um, and so this song was high, high, like, just an amazing track to just listen to. I would love to hear, like, what the breakdown of, the, of it would actually sound like. Uh, Break down to what? Of like the actual, um, you know, the actual instruments that were on it. (laughs) You know. I wanna, I wanna (laughs) learn, guys. I've been trying to learn how to use. Um, I have an iPhone. Uh, what is it, eight? Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to use the camera, like, cause everybody got their pictures and they look cute, but mine still look crusty. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm I doing. Oh, wrong. you have to press depth effect. Have you pressed depth effect? Oh, where's that? Oh, Girl, no. pause. Where's your depth effect? I got no depth effect. Yes, you do. Slide that thing at the bottom. Keep going. Sorry, y'all. We're gonna no, go. it's not the end. Girl, <laughs> you don't have depth effect. Oh no, maybe your your thing automatically does depth depth effect. Look. Maybe so check this. So settings. let's get a nice picture here. Shall we taking a break real quick? Nah, I'm going to put the photo up so they're going to see it. Girl. We got to see. They got to see. You can't give it a camera setting. It is an eight. That's an eight. The eight don't have depth effect? No uh, way. Look. No, absolutely no way. That, that this is the one with sense. the glass bag. Eight depth effect. But I still, can't, I still can't take I the pictures. I How to get depth effect portrait mode on <laughs> the iPhone. They took the portrait mode off? I don't know. Try the portrait mode. What is portrait mode? Oh, oh, you really don't have... Yo, that's wild. I'm offended. 
We took everything off. Um, I'm going to figure this out, and the pictures are going to be up, okay? So, yeah. Listen, y'all. Y'all need to listen to Division's new thing, new um, album. It's called Morning After. Um, Having too much fun in here, y'all. It's like the old days, but, yeah, Division's new album, Morning After. Uh, the song mood. There's also this one called POV Point of View. Oh, and the last one that I wanted to really mention real quickly is called Body Smile. The song is called Body Smile, and it's about like your body language and your love language and the intertwining of the two. Um, just good to see. Was well, that another song yeah, off the album? Song. Okay. And just to see like men like being able to talk about those things outrightly, like in a song. But then also, I'm probably gonna watch now some of their interviews if they've ever done any interviews. Yeah, they're wild, they, like cryptic it, in oh, terms of they? their image not oh yeah like they're yeah because usually they were a division symbol like yeah I seen, i've seen but their faces once yeah apparently one of their faces once. yeah and, and that's why i thought it was one person but apparently they said it wasn't about um oh like somebody being too ugly to promote them or somebody like you know like sometimes your voice right. doesn't match up with your face type mm-hmm. of stuff so and well, people perceive your face well you well people up. right right <laughs> God made and beautiful so <laughs> And so yeah, so they um they had said like it wasn't about anything. It wasn't about being too ugly to promote or you know what people would consider yeah. ugly or attractive, whatever. It was literally because like they had music, they had a deadline, they put it out, and they knew that their voice was great enough for images to not be associated and still have success, which is crazy. I think that's that's crazy. Right, confidence. That's beautiful. All right, y'all. What's up next? Well, we got Black Girl Lit, and the lit is for literatura, but this is not... Remember, I told y'all, if you go back to the premiere uh, episode, it's not only about things that I'm reading, but also, you know, anything that I have um, heard, any any words that stick out to me. I'm the type of person that I listen listen to stuff. Written content. Written con- both written verbal content, whatever. I write down um, quotes, and so, like, whatever inspired me, and... I've listened to Wale's Helium Balloon probably a thousand times. <laughs> and I and what Seinfeld was saying was like not it didn't like I didn't really like underst not understand it, but I wasn't paying that much attention to it. Which is different from what's the other song in the album that he does the intro to? Um The Matrimony. Matrimony. Where it's like it's very clear he's talking about like jumping off of um one world and nor- and onto the next and like when that happens like if you have that enough space then that that's when you know it's the right time to be in love and to get engaged or whatever so but the helium balloon it starts out and it says um so you're in the balloon you've got the helium and we travel with you through the string so we're going up there with you even though we're on the ground we can't fly i can't sing i can't make music but i can get a i can buy it so I can get a balloon. I can't fly, but I can get a helium balloon. And this whole time, I missed the metaphor, the, the name of the whole song, mm-hmm. it being the helium balloon, which is kind of like it's a high, you know? Like yeah. the balloon is taking you yeah. up, whatever, the the specific gas like that's in it, yeah. you know? And We wasn't science majors like AJ. That's right, right. So I ain't really peeped the, yeah, I ain't really no. peeped the message, you know, <laughs> it took me a little time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got it, and I'm like, oh, this is about, like, people's talents and people's arts and it reminded me like damn for so long i was so jealous of people that could sing like i was like if i could sing i would ruin people's lives like i would sing all day like wouldn't sing you would sang i was sang and then i was like i knew i was jealous of people that could sing i knew i was jealous of people that could draw and i'm like what is my talent but the thing is you can still be you can still promote somebody else's work you can be you can have that helium balloon like you are the 
you're the components of the balloon. You're the one that actually creates and curates the project. And I'm just, I, I'm taking up on the string with you. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going up with you based on what you've created. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was so clever and cute. And, like, also, in a, it reminds me of, like, the collaborative nature of things. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I support you, then your balloon goes higher. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, right. it, it's more sturdy. It stays up longer, whatever the case may be. So it would, to me, it was like, you know, you just you kind of have to put that effort and support mm-hmm. into people and realize that you can too, you too can enjoy their gift. Like, mm-hmm. I can listen to all your beautiful songs. If I support you, that means you have more money. That means that you have more creative room. That means that people respect you more. Boom. Like, And are, you could possibly inspire me to do something, th- find something within me that was, that I've never found before right. because of yours. Right. You know? And so, to me, it was like, God gives everyone a different talent. You figure out what's yours. You under, you enjoy it. You understand it. Um, and you allow people to have their gifts. And you're, it's like supporting each other in what is your respective, like, mode of creativity. And, girl, speaking of creativity, you are a creator. You gave birth to that thesis. Yes, you did. I'm done. And you fin to become that professor like, doctor. Professor doctor. Professor That's doctor. right. Okay. <laughs> Who's going to be giving birth to, like, new ideas that are going to impact other people's ways of seeing academia in a new way, in a new light. Mm -hmm. So, girl, you got it. Oh, gracias. Does she got it? Do she have it? Did you see it? I think she got it. Oh, Because you knew her since. That's something that y'all probably, we've probably mentioned it. But, um. These two, AJ and Kristen, known each other since. Eight years. It's been a while. We've known each other for eight whole years. That's crazy. That's a long time. It's really strange. And also, to know that we, like, basically all of our friends, mm-hmm. one day, people been, like, reconnecting and stuff, mm-hmm. and then, like, realizing that you ain't really fall off like that. Like, we still have the same conversations. You realize that people's personalities, like, yes, people grow and stuff, but, like, certain essences stay the same, and you actually miss that type of interaction. So it's been cool to see, like, even though I've been around him for for eight years now like literally because we live on the same campus well we lived on the same campus and stuff like for other people time. we we didn't live on the same campus we didn't communicate but like now that I'm back in New York it's like all oh everybody's, everybody's getting back all together the are definitely around man <laughs> alright y'all we're gonna take a quick break give y'all a little bit of a breather and we'll be right back with the talk about real quick right now Kristen we could pick one of these do you want to do or do you want to do all of these what's all of these so there's the I got it from my mama I have a quick one you you dropped in a, only an NYC that I think would be very interesting to talk about um yeah I feel like the first one is kind of short so like it's just about people gentrifying things but yeah <laughs> and then there's the gathering yeah where are we gathering I'm gonna save that to y'all because I'm gonna get a heart attack thinking about this man. Who who t- take a wild guess? I don't even want to say it. I think it's what's his name? It's they the call 40s. him something. They call him forty something, forty five. <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah, that man. Um, yeah. So um, we're just gonna 
The trash what did, what does your mama tell you? Because I think I need some, I need some like good wise words before I actually sit through a gathering. Well, about Mama this Lola, foolish. shout out to her. You know, she was um, very con- not uh, yeah concerned. I'll give her concern. Concerned <laughs> about our drive up here. You know, I drove Aww. before I was coming up, and I will be driving back to New York right after we finish this. Um, longest road trip yet. Longest road trip yet. Okay. Me, yeah. Um, with me congratulations thank you I appreciate it thank you, you so drove me. the whole way I did oh Yo, you lit yes every day we lit y'all you get up here yeah. I did it on my own I think the I longest road trip we took together was when we had to drive like close to New Haven for, for you. you that time oh, yeah, that was yeah. a long trip yeah yeah. but yeah y'all so um, my mom talked to me about discernment and judgment um, and she was talking to me about it um, because like just knowing myself, like she was like, I know that you, I know, I don't, I know that you can do it, but it's best that you know that you can do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was so amazing. And like discernment comes from within, like you talk about it. What did you say? We have a, um, clairvoyance. Oh, black women are clairvoyant. Voyant. Yes. In yeah. a world like this. Yes. Yeah. Because like we see things 10 steps ahead and then people take like seven years to get to, to right. the same and point. Done felt, and not only have we seen it, we felt it. Exactly. And like having that feeling and be, being able to then manifest those into gestures. Yes. Um, Which is like the woman from the Me Too. Um, right. Woman. Like she created it and now like people are seeing that it could be effective for other things. And so like a couple months or years mm-hmm. down the line, they figure out, oh, maybe I should use it. Black women are clairvoyant. And like believing that I could drive up here and like assist my friends and then making sure that like our drive was so great. Like we were with two other young women from our class. Shout out to Lauren and Lexi. And we just had such and such great conversations, you know. Um, it felt like so authentic. It felt really real. That was great. And then also coming out to this campus and like, just knowing, like, the discernment of, like, I'm coming for a reason to, like, see my old school and to see my old friends, but also to, like, get that break from work because I deserve it. And knowing that I left my mom in good hands and then coming back and the gesture of kindness, which is to, like, leave her straight before coming back. So, um, yeah, that's what my mom said. So if anything, Kristen, like, just knowing, like, go with you and mm. go with, like, of course, go with, well, we believe in God and higher power, so go with that but also go with him and go with what you've been enabled into believing yourself. And that's something that is taking me long to think. I felt like I was always doing stuff for other people. I felt like I was always doing stuff for other people or like doing things because someone else had enabled me to. But no, I can enable myself. I can empower yeah. myself in yeah. order to do that. And my mom taught me how to do She did it all by herself raising me. And did it beautifully. So yeah, if I can learn those those little things, then that'd be great. And a lot of things just like practice, you know, like it just takes yeah. time, and it's okay for things to take time. All right. Well, I don't have a um. I got it for my mama. Even though actually something came to mind, but I think it's just I'll I'll save it for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but for only in NYC, since we're you know on our way back today. Yes, yes we, we are. are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking about uh, there was this there was this. Uh, article on Blavity and it was talking about you know the bodegas being gentrified we heard about it they had this little like glass case thing that you mm-hmm. could you could get that. stuff out of but it's like but it can't give me a bacon egg and cheese no mm-hmm. can is it gonna tell me to bring my money back later when I got changed no it's not so yeah um, the dollar vans staple of of Brooklyn and the West Indian community mm-hmm. they got dollar vans down Flatbush Church Utica 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 <laughs> So, and um, apparently there's a California startup that plans on entering, now it's called an industry, the dollar van industry. 
Yes. Why everything so when you weren't taking us seriously because we created something of ourselves, you wanted then in, think about it, the great like industrial age and things like that. Mm-hmm. You're able to put it all together for yourselves mm-hmm. and yep. coin it. Yep. Mm. So basically, it's they capitalism. yeah, well, they're calling themselves chariot. Mm-hmm. And they're vying for licenses in New York to enter the dollar van in quote unquote industry. And for me, it's just like I'm just so fed up because it's like, why don't you work with instead of work against? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if you think or about it, these people exactly. Because if you think about it, if you're smart, you're like, okay, these people are actually some of the most innovative people because they've been doing this since they came to this country right. and they came in, in droves if we're talking about when the dollar van culture started up right. it was around um, actually I believe it was like Haitians actually like started the dollar cab thing because they could not afford um, you know just to be moving around for the cost of public transportation and also it was more effective to do like carpooling and stuff like that and everybody's going down one strip cool mm-hmm. we riding down mm-hmm. church avenue we we picking up we dropping Straight off away. you know we Exactly. We learning new things. Exactly. We together. together. Exactly. And so, you know, everybody picked it up as West Indians and we were able to make it into something that was lucrative and smart for us and a way to kind of like beat out MTA. And now they're literally trying to take it over. And it's like, once again, work with and not against. We're clearly the innovative ones. We've been doing this for years. So maybe if you hook us up with some damn publishing or hook us up with some copyright, hook us right. up with something. Something. Get, let, let's get these coins and then I could get my ideas. Instead right. of not working with us, do? you want to take our blueprint and create something that I think that is going to be better than right. Right. one because right. we're the adaptable ones. Right. Right. We're the all, always ones that level up. Yeah. And yeah. you're stealing from it. You're, yeah. you're an outsider looking in and perceiving what you think it is and then saying, okay, I'm going to make a better thing. Like, come what on. What they're going to yeah. do is probably going to try to get advice from these people that are already doing it. Oh, most definitely. And then just have But that's what they do. You, you infiltrate. You look at it. Right. It's regulation. You look oh, at it. We need you to make figure sure out the what process. you're doing is right. Mm-hmm. So we just mm-hmm. wanted to ask a couple questions. Yeah. Right. And then they already know the moves, and then boom. Because, like, not the fact that they're first thing that they're doing is getting licensed, that's like, that was that's one of the biggest things with Dollar Vans. Like, a lot of times around Christmas, they would stop mm. a lot of people because they're doing it quote unquote illegally because they don't have a license to run transportation. Yeah. Exactly. So, it's so interesting so that the first thing they did was officiate themselves. Exactly. So, yeah. We'll see how that runs. Um, on I a, wish them nothing but failure. Oh. Nothing but the worst. <laughs> I just want them to, like, at least, like, get my people involved. That's mm-hmm. really it. Like, I don't care. Like, if you want to make things better, sure, by all means. Like, Bring me in. I'm your... But if I'm going to be your consultant, give me the proper consultation exactly. fee. And mm-hmm. the... Um, and the... Give me um, credit where credit is due. Right. Because especially if we finna... If we finna take out MTA... Then let's do it, because I'm down. Like, MTA gets on my nerves. nerves. So if we can figure it out together, by all means. But what you're not going to do is disrespect my creation. But anyways, on to bigger and better things. Um, this is actually worse than Wasara. Oh, Wasara? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Because, unfortunately, Love & Hip Hop doesn't come out until... Well, yes, it comes... But did y'all see the... Um, the preview? The preview? Girl. So it was like Remy Ma... Um, it's Mariah Lynn in there. So for Love and Hip Hop New York? Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of people in the preview. No. It's, um... But it's because we have... there's So there's new characters coming on, like Jaque. Okay. From the Bronx. Like, there's a couple of mm-hmm. new, pe- new characters. So it's, like, not people that were familiar with. But they don't have the money to... Pull. Yeah, and quite honestly, they don't have the money to earn the spot in the link. So mm-hmm. oh, if, you're, okay. if you're in that opening credit, it's because you paid that money to have, be in the opening really? credit. Really? Right. Yeah, Mariah Lynn got money like that? To be in the opening credit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm excited for that. That's all I had to say about it. Yeah. It was that, you know, New York is coming back. I don't watch 
Um, I watch Hollywood. I don't watch Hollywood, so I kind of like see, miss season, out. This tomorrow's the reunion for Hollywood. And they got Miami. Two. Did they start Miami? They didn't no, start they Miami yet. Miami okay, yet. I think I'm gonna watch Miami because Trina's on there. Yes. So I gotta watch yeah, that. And if they have a and they have a um a appearance by Trick Daddy, I gotta watch I'm it too. Cause then, you, you know, know Kid Fury gonna be talking about that all day I'm on the reunion. I gotta be on that. No, you know what I am excited for? I'm excited for Gucci's and Keisha Kayors also. The main event. Yeah, the main. No, they they have a whole season. Series. Yeah, like a whole series. Yeah. But also, Trina is in that one, so I wonder if Keisha Kayor oh. will be in Miami, will be oh. in Love Hip Hop Miami, too. Like a little pre, like yeah. a um, feature or something. Like yeah, that. like, because Trina is also yes. featured in the main event, so I wonder if and that's they gonna be went Tuesday. on and on. Oh, yeah, I think so. Actually, side note, we can talk about this before we get into the sadder stuff. We used to watch TV together, y'all. Oh, we used yeah. to have nights, like, I used to have, so I finagled <laughs> a little bit while I, I was here. He's a finagle a little bit when I was here because I had a, a one room double to myself oh, my entire yes. sophomore year. Two beds. Oh, remember, so, and remember two my dresses. Yeah, I remember my two room double where we would be in the back room. Uh-huh. Yes, all private. So it was like, so every, I think it was Wednesdays, we would all just go into my room and then watch Empire. We like had a couple out, noodles. Man. We had my, bodega. my fridge I was, the bodega. was I was the bodega on yeah. Amherst College campus. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my gosh. The fruit snacks. Oh my gosh. Boxes. I say we do it again. I say we, we bring it back. Set Boxes. a time. Like Let's do it. if it's even if it's one show, that way we actually yeah, make time it. to be around each other. Because I, I miss y'all. I have Xfinity, so we can watch it. Like he said, and I got Xfinity. Okay. We can watch any show at any time. <laughs> well, I, well Thank guess you. what? I, we need to finesse and find a uh, Bronx Bay so that he could drive us from Bronx to New York or find a dollar van. Man, that will. I'm crying. Because how are we gonna be if we're going all the way up there? How we? But we could do a Friday or something. Oh, true. Yeah, we could do like yeah. a weekend time. Yeah. Yeah, and then we go out after. You know? Okay. Yeah. But yeah. All right, so <sighs> it's unfortunately oh, time for the gathering. The gathering. The gathering. And you know, we've talked. This is the third time we're gonna talk about 45 as a gathering. So you already know, like, he's officially not invited. He was never invited to my Thanksgiving, but I don't think he should be allowed to celebrate it either. Like, yeah, just um, go about your business. Most recently, and I'm going to look up the actual names because these people say their names. Um, Sergeant, wife, oh, yes. pregnant, dead. Yes. That's how I do Google, y'all. I'm freaking dead. Um, Trump, insensitive. So, basically, from the New York Times, President Trump's condolence call to the widow of a slain soldier exploded into a vicious row that swamped the White House on Wednesday, with the soldier's grieving mother accusing the president of disrespecting her family and a defiant Mr. Trump complaining that his words had been cynically twisted for political purposes. So, basically, 12 days after four Americans were killed at the beginning of October in an ambush in Niger... Um, the president called the widow of Sergeant LaDavid T. Johnson, who is a black man. Um, There's a black family from Miami who's among the slain and said that her husband, quote, knew what he signed up for, referring to the soldier as only, quote, your guy, according to Sergeant Johnson's mother and a Democratic congresswoman who both listened to the call. So the man that has the audacity to tell players to stand for the national anthem and say they should be fired mm. does not know how to respectfully talk to a widow oh my of a slain soldier of a slain soldier oh serving yeah that's say- and the same people he's saying like oh these people are the ones that we should um we should 
this is the same reason why we should stand for the national anthem because our soldiers go out and fight for us. But you don't know how to respectfully talk to a widow or respectfully talk about a slain soldier. Yeah, crazy. Ridiculous. I it's, disgusting. It's so, and then he says, oh, my words were twisted. Yes. How? And how? They that, are your words. This family is from Miami, the same Miami that was hit by a hurricane. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but this woman was crying. If you ever see the video, as the casket came out of the plane. A pregnant woman. Pregnant woman with two children for this man. So she is going to have three children and not have a complete family. And like to know, and even the congresswoman that he's referring to, she's referring to, this congresswoman, um, she's going to be my black light next week because she's absolutely amazing. We need to delve more into her. Mm. But she was basically the representative on behalf of the family Mm -hmm. and is doing a lot of great work in Miami, I believe, about, like, education reform. Um, she was just devastated. And they asked her, oh, was this politicized? And I think um, in her CNN interview, she said, um, she said, how can it be politics when this is, like, real-life people? Mm-hmm. Like, he made it political when he refused to speak properly towards her. Um, Smooth Foundation, Trump, re- remove yourself while you're at it and bring your wife to the actual interviews. Don't have somebody dress up as her. I don't have time for that. Did you hear about that? No. So he said Fake Melania. <laughs> it was um it was like this whole social media sensation, right, real quick, because he had basically said, Yes, my wife, Melania, who is happening who happens to stand right next to me, and the woman like her wig was off kilter, her her shades was real big. It was it just looked like she was just it, it wasn't, wasn't her. her. Why it would you say my no, wife, no, 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 Melania, no, no, no. who happens to be right here, like she can't speak on for herself because she, she's too busy stealing the, the words from my lovely former mm. first lady, Miss Michelle Obama. Okay, yeah. Um, former, she's still mine. I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> well, oh, by the way, and that's that'll be my black light next week too. But like, did y'all hear about the portraits that are being made about? Yes. Mm. Uh, black art. Yes. Black okay. art. Just well, amazing. Really Phenomenal. Next week. Um. I think we're running out of time. So. I say we answer one question. What's the question? I don't know. Oh, Kathy's question. Even though it wasn't like specific to us, but I feel like we should a- So here's the question. <laughs> Ask AJ an will answer. go first. Okay. okay. AJ, considering that marriage is done under the law, you know, you're, you get a license for it. Mm-hmm. Um, taxes are involved, joint taxes and things like that. Yeah. Um, and when you break laws, usually it's criminal offenses. Right. Um, so if someone cheats in a marriage, wouldn't that be, shouldn't that person be tried before law? Misdemeanor felony. Mm. Wait, is it in the marriage law that you can't commit, like you can't commit, like fidelity. You, can't you can't commit fidelity? No, like infidelity, you can't commit infidelity. It's like you're dedicating yourself to one person in, in a monogamous um, relationship, there. If you're getting married, they basically said you are. I don't know the specific words, but it's like you're committing yourself to one person. That means you can't marry somebody else. What? No, no, no. By law, you can't marry morally. Yes, by you're law, not you supposed can't to marry commit somebody infidelity. Else. But by oh. law, it doesn't say by law you can't commit so, infidelity. By so, law, you can't marry somebody else. So we just gonna take the moral compass out of the law then? Isn't that what laws are for? I'm not sure you can add it to the law. Like, if it was added to the law, sure. But at the the moment, (laughs) my belief is that 
committing infidelity isn't technically against the law, but marrying somebody else. But is. we're saying we're asking. You asking it should be? it be? Because it be? since since marriage is a legal contract. Oh yeah, should it be? Because that's that's adding more stress. That's so much stress for the person that is on the other side then, of the marriage. That should like be against the law. Family, no, but isn't that low, low key an absent family then? Because oh. What do you mean absent well, family? Well, if whoever whoever commits the well, because if they had kids, right. for example, put kids mm-hmm. into the picture. If you charge them and they have to go away to jail for it for like a year, oh, or like yeah. a couple mm-hmm. months, like you're breaking up a family. Yeah, and I was actually thinking instead of like misdemeanor or like felony because like there are other court. things. Yeah, there are other type of legal repercussions. Like you can pay a fine. Like it's like running the light. It's illegal. Well, that's I mean, still, like would that still would you not still get up in it if you have to pay a fine and you got money? You would still cheat. I don't look at these dudes. Look at Weinstein. Weinstein was cheating, 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 yeah, cheating. Yeah, I don't think I don't money, even money, if you money. do marry somebody else, I don't think you go to jail for it. Anything like anything like that. But like if you cheat, no, I don't think you should go to jail either. But. You can still have to pay the fine. Like it should be. Yeah, it could well, be. I think the, the fine should go to my bank account. Because I you, think that's y'all a share a bank account. Not, we, no, we my personal. personal. Bank account. Oh, what you mean? But this is what I'm talking about, right? I'm, I'm gonna have my personal. and I'm gonna have joint. But yeah. So you send it to my personal kids. account. Yeah. So and and I, we shouldn't be paying towards my kids' account. Like no, we pay mm. our own separate bills and joint account for the kids. Um, but what mm-hmm. I was saying was, if if okay, so if. It's a lot. But basically, if we, if this happens and you cheat and you, would that, st- usually when you go, usually when you go to jail, you don't want to go back. Like, recidivism rate right. should be low. But if I keep giving you fines and you could pay them, you will still be cheating. Like, why would I? Yeah, so then we're going to fall into the same problem where it's like, over and over all and over these black people that can't pay it, they don't right. want to go into jail. You get a certain amount of strikes. Strike one, strike two, strike three, you then in you jail. Maybe you could do it like that. Hmm. So I don't know. I bust three, well, so I bust three gonna, nuts. I bust three nuts to go to jail. Oh, oh prison industrial complex gonna be booming like Boom. that. Booming <laughs> like. No, no, no. I think marriage rates might drop. If that was actually true, you might just see marriage rates drop. Yeah, because then I'd be like, I don't have time for that because I'm yeah. not paying a damn person. Some for people no. might not just, <laughs> might not get married at that point. And then that will really show if if somebody asks me why won't you marry me. You can suspect that's one of the reasons why. Oh Lord, that's ooh, that's that's, a lot. That, that's adding to it, yeah. yeah. That's too much. That's too much. and also like on on a real note, um, I feel like <sighs> human beings are not naturally monogamous. I feel like we're not socialized to be um, monogamous, Monogamous. and so it's like setting up something that's like humanly. Impossible. Like almost, and the law I would say impossible because I don't too. think that I feel like because there's some things that we're socialized as like racism is socialization, and you understand? Stick to that sh- and we stick to it. So right, so mm-hmm. but I think that it, there's a way for us to to not. I feel like there's a way for us to to not, not put fear into it. Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking about weddings and matrimonies, Gucci and Keisha Kaior's wedding. How y'all thought about it? I liked it. I thought it was so cute. I thought it was so beautiful. Uh, then they walked down the aisle together to his new song with Monica. That was cute. That was yeah. really cute. I liked the it. The cake was phenomenal. I never, like, did people they eat that? with a sword. With a sword. With a sword he yeah. said, baby, don't tell me no more about no, well, he said no, no budget. No budget. I want him to wear a budget again. <laughs> well, let me know. Okay, you Gucci Mane. $1.7 million dollar wedding. What happened okay. to him in jail? He came back. His whole life just, like, brightened up. He was exercising. His smile. All, all that drugs was out of his yep. system. He had to his shake the fevers up. clearing up a little. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not as dark. Yeah. Yes. His skin looking good. Yeah. His girl looking better. 
his glow up. I think it was kind of dry though. No lie. Yeah, I thought the one was dry. It was like really short, and I feel like they was cutting things out. I'm not gonna lie, whoever, Karushe. Yeah, whoever the dude Kindle, was, Kindle, Kindle, Kendall. I didn't like yeah. them as a host. Meaning, I didn't I like didn't them as a host. I didn't even know it was Karuche or Karuchi. I really was like, I heard the voice because I started late, uh-huh. and I'm like, what? Who? Which white lady is oh, officiating mm. this? Damn. That's how I read. Oh, and then I was like, my sister was like, oh, that's Karuchi. I was like, oh, like mm. why? Why she sound like that? Mm. But yeah, I thought it was strange. Although I do like the show that she's on called Claws. It comes on on TNT. Oh, did you, she's not a great actor on it, but Yikes. the rest of the show is great. Is Niecy Nash on that show? Yes, oh, I, I love, love Niecy Nash. But yeah, I, I thought it was cool. The the wedding was nice. Did um, you get some new songs for your wedding playlist? Oh my god! Cause Krista has a wedding playlist, y'all. I do. Have a she got playlist. in her notes. I. We still don't know what will be the first song played. There's no order to it, but it's there's just a no list. order to it. But it, it reminded me of my wedding playlist. I actually haven't ha- added a song to it in a while, and I feel like it's because, like, you're getting closer and closer, so you haven't. What? Whoa. So you have a nice list already? What? Whoa. <laughs> Plus the rest of the way? Whoa. <laughs> nah. Whoa. Whoa. Um, she, had a, she had a wedding registry for books for my birthday. I know. <laughs> Y'all know what's funny is that me and weddings, I'm like really ambivalent. But um, I actually, yeah, because I don't I don't know if I want a huge wedding. I think I would want to do a destination, destination wedding just so I don't have a lot of people around me. Because like, oh, it's like planning and like my nerves are bad. And my thing that. was Gucci's wasn't like a huge wedding. Though, but like, the planner but the, made yeah. Very, yeah, it was very extravagant. So we didn't see no. the place, it's extravagant, yeah. everything around it and stuff. Yeah, that's what I thought should have happened. I was like, if we're gonna spend 1.7 million dollars on it, y'all need to give us a preview of the hall or or wait till people that's why they want us to watch the show, apparently. Yeah, probably the show. Oh, okay. On the show. Okay. Yeah. okay, I get it. So that's why we were there, like, oh, they chopped out certain They gave us like a few, they gave us like a few viewpoints. Got it, got it. Okay, I'm walking her down the aisle. How you felt about that, Kristen? I thought that was phenomenal, okay? Let me tell you why. One, because I should not be passed to nobody. Like, no bride man. Price, no bride price. No, no bride price. No. You all no possession. No, none of that. Like, I walk myself. I walk myself to you. We met by ourselves because this is a new day. Like, ain't nobody's, like, introducing me to no man. Right. Like, saying, oh, oh arranged My marriages. You have to. Ma- no. Together. So, in that case, yes, I'm going to walk myself down the aisle. I Because at first I was like, oh, you know. Who's gonna walk me down the aisle? Like, well, how is that gonna be? No, I don't want anybody walking me down. I'm gonna do it with no so, mother, so that, no father, no grandpa, too. I'm no, no nobody else but my man. So that that leads me to a question: Do you believe that your husband should ask your dad, like politely, like, "Can I marry your daughter?" Like, is that question still no, required? No, I don't think that's required. Well, Actually, I don't have a dad, so that's not gonna be. <laughs> well, you, we at that mom? point, could it be your mom? <laughs> Oh, you most definitely have to ask my mom. Yes, okay. I think I think because it's like first of all, it's like specific. Like, are mm. you you're asking my dad? What about my mother? You're joining my. What family. about my siblings? Like, because my siblings are a big part of my mm. life. So mm-hmm. I what I need y'all. Maybe you should know like how they like you first. Like, right. And also, you low key, you should know in your heart that I would accept it as well because. You're going to know, like, whether I'm comfortable with you asking certain people or whether you feel like you need the validation from certain people. Because mm-hmm. it's like, why do you need... Maybe, like, imagine if I didn't have, like... Imagine if I did have the best relationship, mm-hmm. like, the the most pristine relationship with mm-hmm. my mom. I, I have a really great relationship with my mm-hmm. mom, by the way. But if I didn't feel like her validation for a wedding or somebody to marry mm-hmm. me was necessary, then he should also know that, right? right. So that you wouldn't go to my mom asking because, like, it, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I would personally like um my husband to be to ask my to talk your to my family, siblings I don't know about asking but like talking to them like oh I'm really interested because there's one thing about liking someone as the boyfriend 
And there's nothing about marrying. Like, right. do they want you to be a part of their family too? Like, of course, it's gonna be ours. Like, ours is separate, but like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I just thought it was interesting. All to wrap up real quick, y'all. What is the world in need of? I said sponsorships. I agree. The takeover needs sponsors. Yes. Okay? So, all of y'all listening that love us so dearly, we have a GoFundMe link. Please look it up. Hit it up real quick. Like, we would really appreciate it. Like. Bless us this week. If you could yes. bless us with a couple of dollars. Also, we're starting. It's almost November, Christine. Yeah. Christine. I'm sorry. She's I'm sorry, Christine. <laughs> well, me, to myself, and to you, and to AJ. Um, birthday's coming up soon. Yes, oh, it is. Yeah. Um, it's soon. so lit. Are you spending it? Do you know whether you're going to spend it in New York? I don't know because it's so close to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I'll be back in New York for my actual birthday. Okay. okay. So, bless our GoFundMe. We will post it. It's going to be the first link Link in bio will be GoFundMe this week. Um, you can listen okay. to us and listen to go, and, and yes. go to the GoFundMe. Yeah, we need but we need money, and also we're gonna be dropping our giving campaign for the month of November. Yes. It's a pledge campaign. Um, you can pledge thirty dollars. Thirty days high September, April, June, and November. Um, pledge thirty dollars or pledge more than thirty dollars, but or pledge whatever you have. Um, and we're gonna try and figure out how we can bless you all with better content and. Leading up to something else that might be at the end of the year, correct? Okay. That's what you, you agree. Sponsors. Yeah, I I, I agree one hundred percent. Sponsorships. If y'all know anybody, the world is in need. The the takeover is in need of. If I say the world is in need of, no, the takeover is in need of. Which is of, my world right now. TBH yes, is in need of some sponsorships. So you know, you got somebody that has a company, and you think that their products are amazing. Let us know. You think that we will represent it well. Let us know. Other than that, I think we are out. Thank you so much for joining us, AJ. This was a blessing, man. I love being in here. Like, it's so awesome. You should come to the studio more often, though. Yeah, come to ICN. Where is that at? Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn? Like, what what days do y'all go? Monday evenings. I go on Monday evenings? Uh, I could try because we stopped having meetings at the end of Monday, so I could probably try. Cool. Let's tune out. We are tuning out from The The Takeover Takeover with... AJ. Kristen. And Christine. Bye, y'all. We out.